everyone. Welcome to another episode of Our Quran Journey, where we explore and reflect on the sacred verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling, and Tadabur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. So today's topic is about modesty and um, how there is modesty is just is beyond um, just wearing the hijab. There's says um, a lot more things to it. So Nadia will bring us through it. Take it away, Nadia. Uh, okay, thank you, Farah. So as Farah mentioned, um, modesty is uh, more than hijab. So there is actually three different uh, surahs that mentions about modesty. So uh, I'm not sure if there's more, but what I have found is three different surahs. Basically, the first one is surah, which I will cover. So uh, the first one is surah Al-A'raf. All children of Adam, we have provided for you clothing to cover your nakedness as an adornment. However, the best clothing is righteousness. This is one of Allah's bounties, so perhaps you will be mindful. And then there's surah uh, Surah An-Nur, which um, says that um, and tell the believing women to lower their gaze and guard their chastity and not to reveal their adornments except what normally appears. Let them draw their veils over their chests and not reveal their hidden adornments except to their husbands, their fathers, their father-in-laws, their sons, their stepsons, their brothers, their brothers' sons or sisters' sons, their fellow women, those born women in their possession, male attendants with no desire or children who are still unaware of women's nakedness. Let them not stomp their feet, drawing attention to their hidden adornments. Turn to Allah in repentance altogether, O believers, so that you may be successful. And the last ayah that I found is surah, from Surah Al-Azab. O Prophet, ask your wives, daughters and believing women to draw their cloaks over their bodies in this way, it's more likely that they will be recognized as virtuous and not be harassed. And Allah is all forgiving, most merciful. So um, from the like some research that I've done, um, what Ustaz Nomad Ali Khan mentioned is that basically covering yourself is like a law in Islam. You are required to cover yourself. Uh, but of course, nowadays we don't... Um, we don't force um uh, for as for, for me my, my parents don't force me so it, it was on my own will that I started to wear. The tafsir for from Surah Al Azab is that it is the responsibility for the uh, men in our family to remind us that we should uh, take care of our honor and our and we have daughters to dress accordingly to Islam. It is that having daughters are blessing is a blessing in Islam. Uh, and there's a hadith that says, uh, whoever brings up uh, daughters until they are, uh, until they have reached puberty, um, on the day of resurrection, you will reap rewards from it now, basically. And having daughters will also protect you from hellfire. So, um, in this surah, it also mentions that um, clothing is um like a respect to yourself. So basically, if um, one dresses according to Allah's commands, it is in hope that we will be far more looked after by Him. So it is important to actually instill in our daughters that they should um, 
they should dress um, according to how they want to be respected. Okay, I think just like how we, when we meet people, our first impression is usually by how they are dressed. So it's the same, like I think Allah reiterates this in the Quran that, you know, uh, when we dress respectfully, it shows in our actions and people uh, will respect us. Personally, I started wearing the hijab in 2020, in the beginning of the year, so it's been a year plus. I didn't really come to a decision to wear it, I just gave myself like a, a timeline. So I know somewhere in August 2019, I, I thought to myself that okay, maybe I want to start wearing the hijab uh, in 2020 when I turned a year older and I did. So I don't know where it came from, but uh, it just I just decided one day that you know I want to do it. And Alhamdulillah, like it has been quite a smooth journey despite like I mean, um, in general, everybody has been supportive and they were, and I mean, even my non-Muslim friends, they were, um, they gave me solutions like, you know, when, um, for example, when you have clothes that are transparent, like, oh, or like, you know, it doesn't cover your neck. So my, I have a colleague who suggested like, oh, you should go to Uniqlo and get like Arizm clothes. Uh, the, initially, when I wore the hijab, it wasn't, you know how you feel very, I hear people complaining that it's very warm, uh, but Alhamdulillah, like, it, it wasn't for me. Yeah, even on a hot day. So, I think um, what it's important, like, when you want to start wearing, it's your intentions. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Nat. Thanks for sharing your experience. Um, personally, I think, like, um, I, I think there's more to it than wearing, just putting on a scarf on your head. Um, it... I only I only realized it when I put the scarf on my head. <laughs> so like I, for me I I didn't I, I thought about wearing hijab for the longest time. Uh, even before I got married, but I didn't do it because like, uh, I don't want to disclose any reasons to it because it's a bit repeat. Um, but anyway, I over the years I got really like shooketh with um stories of. Uh, afterlife, uh, especially uh, punishments in the grave, and how, um, you know, we we get, could get. I think one of the punishments was um getting dragged, um by the hand to hellfire and things like that, right? So like, I decided um, I think two years after having a kid, also like cemented it. Like I decided that instead of being scared about it, why not do something about it, right? So yeah, yeah, that that was the that was the like the thing that that made me want to put on the hijab, and then after that, uh, that's when all the things started, and then like you know um the you think about like okay wearing hijab is not just like following the trend, um you know now the trend is to like get hijab at the back, and then after that like it's really short here. So this this um this ayat that not highlighted it actually mentioned like wearing um. Pulling, pulling the outer uh, garment, if, if I got it right, pulling the outer garment over and above the chest. So it made me realize that uh, no, there's, it doesn't stop there, that your hijrah don't only stop when you start wearing a headscarf, it's constant, um, it's constant improving, it's constantly improving yourself. Uh, like, okay, first you wear, okay, um, you, you wear macam, at the neck there, and then slowly you like labukan, labukan, and then after that you start to look at your outfit and hole, and then after that you start to look at how you 
uh, your characters, how are you with, with people around you, like, um, especially so at work, are you emulating um, what Islam is all about? So I think with modesty, it doesn't only cover like the head. I think it covers every single aspect of you, like especially like your characters. Lah. So like, um, even though you like haven't pakai the hijab, haven't worn the hijab, I think the uh I think modesty covers more than that. Lah. Modesty in character is also important to me. So yeah, that's my experience. Anybody else wants to share? I will just share first a bit about um my thoughts um about hijab in general. Um Coincidentally, recently I was uh, I restarted my reading of um, uh, Sheikh Hamza Yusuf's book, uh, Purification of the Heart. Um, at the beginning of the book, he actually mentioned um, something about modesty. Uh, but it's not definitely not more about modesty of the clothing, but rather um, uh, the the quality that we should that we should possess. Um, because I believe that um, modesty is actually an all-encompassing quality, um, meaning that we should not only be responsible for what we wear, but also in our um, thoughts and behavior. So, you know, by being kind, polite, and humble, um, it should be a virtue uh, and concept at the core of our lives. So, as we know, modesty is actually higher in Arabic, uh, which, me, uh, which means shame, uh, an internal sense of uh, shame that includes bashfulness uh, and modesty. So when we feel a sense of shame before God, we will come to the realization which will deter us from engaging in acts that are displeasing and vulgar. So, but when it comes to dressing, um, I think modesty, um, the definition varies from people to people. So what I define as modest may be different to what someone else defines. Maybe Mita's definition of modesty is different. So I believe um, this definition will definitely change as we grow older um, and as we gain more experience, as we are exposed to um, other people and maybe other values as well. But of course, if someone wears uh, differently than me, um, I mean, in terms of modesty, it doesn't make them less uh, modest than me. So for my personal experience, I actually started um, wearing the hijab at the age of 16 um, for a very weird reason. Um, but now I'm, I mean, there, there were definitely ups and downs along the way. Um, and now at the age of 34, uh, I still have so much more to learn. I feel there's still a long way for me to go when it comes to the, when it comes to dressing modestly. Because I mean, I feel that Whatever I'm wearing now, I, I still feel that there's still so much more for me to improve on. Um, of course, it also helps reminding myself about the, the afterlife, what will, you know, what 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 awaits me in the afterlife, you know, um, with you know, with the way I dress. Um, basically, you know, just not just all, all, not just the way I dress, but also in my behavior. So uh, inshallah, may we istiqamah in our, you know, in our pursuit towards modesty. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Before wearing hijab, I thought like putting on the hijab was like the pinnacle of hijrah. And then after that, like, you know, you start to think about, oh, wait, that's not, that's, that's not the bill. And I know there's still lots of work to do. So yeah, it's, it's like constant self-improvement. What about Mirta? Do you want to share your thoughts and um, experience? 
Yeah, I agree with Raf that uh, modesty is like all encompassing, uh, not just about our, what we wear. Because while the hijab is a woman's obligation in Islam, it is not a pillar of Islam. So we shouldn't judge people who don't wear hijab as, as not, not as good as us. Yeah. That said, I started wearing the hijab just shortly after I gave birth to my first child. And it was more of my mother keep asking me, uh, when you want to wear hijab? <laughs> so I saw her, she also started to wear, she also started to wear uh, the hijab only when she was, when she gave birth to me. Lah. So I'm the second child. Yeah. So I look to her as a role model in that sense. Uh, and it has been okay, yeah. But as you all said, uh, it's it's wearing the hijab doesn't just stop there, lah. It, it's a constant journey to improve, improve ourselves, yeah. And I think I have a long way to go to improve my modesty in all all areas, uh, dressing, uh, how I speak, how I conduct myself in public, yeah. Alright, thanks Mirta. I, I also think like we should always try to do our best. But I feel like we shouldn't be shouldn't reach to a point where we like get so consumed and so stressed about it that we cannot live our lives normally. Okay, what about Ayin you want to share? For me, before I put on the hijab, I very judgy. <laughs> so I see people wearing uh like you know like part-time <laughs> so they wear when they are with family and then they don't wear otherwise macam as and when I mean I have the moments whereby I will be like eh you want to wear wear properly lah <laughs> but then the thing is now that I'm wearing it right then like macam self-reflect I mean I reflect on myself like wow even though I'm wearing hijab right it's so difficult to wear it properly like uh, when when I was listening to uh, Ustazah Fahana Munshi on her podcast uh, about the her tafs eh, not, not her tafsir lah her 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 her, her, her sharing on, read, on the book of hadith uh of, of from imam apa? from imam nawawi eh? yeah al nawawi's 40 hadith okay on on speaker by uh, by by usaza fahana so she was saying that uh, by actually when 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 you wear hijab it's supposed to be like you not know, covered all the way to your belly <laughs> and then the back must be covered <laughs> and then I mean, I mean that's the proper way like, I mean I mean it should be like to top I mean covering your aura right so it should be really uh, covering covering <laughs> and not uh, short and all uh. so like when I thought about it I'm like alamak why would I have that kind of thoughts of other people when I myself uh, haven't even donned it donned the hijab properly you know like <laughs> I shouldn't think about people uh. think about myself first because since I'm going <laughs> uh, 
to my own grave, right? I'm digging my own grave, so and uh, scared lah. <laughs> and then on top of that, uh, uh, yeah, like uh, Raf mentioned in, uh, in that in that book, right? Uh, in the hadith also covered about um how how it's all encompassing, and then uh, it should also reflect your actions and everything. It's not only about the outer, it's not about only like covering of your shameless, eh, shamefulness and uh, of, of the outer look. It's also about how you are being shameful towards, uh, apa tu? towards Allah uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the thing is, when you are scared, eh, like, you don't you don't just hide your aib just from physically but it's also hiding being mindful of uh hiding your aib and your sins from god lah yeah so i thought that was a good reminder that you know like uh don't stuck not only that i have to wear it by by putting on hijab but it's also to reflect on my actions and my words to watch on how I should reflect being a Muslim person by donning the hijab lah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, thanks Ain for sharing. Yeah, I think we really have a lot of um, self-reflection to do which is why we have um, Tadabul Podcast so that we can reflect on topics like this and then uh, hopefully improve ourselves together. Uh, for a better Singapore. No, just kidding. Yes, I actually have okay. something to say. <laughs> actually, with reference to donning the hijab, right? Um, I I think I would like to point this out. Lah. Um, I think many times I've heard of um, okay, as hijabis, um, I think it's also important for us to portray ourselves in a manner which is befitting of um of our appearance. Uh. Meaning, we wear the hijab, I think we should also behave um, behave modestly, uh, being kind, being polite, and all that. <clears throat> but at the same time, I also feel that as outsiders, um, let's say we see someone, we see a, a, um, a, a woman wearing hijab, and they are, perhaps they are not behaving in a way that uh, is to your like, liking. Um, <clears throat> I just wish that people would actually stop saying things like, um, you know, pergi buka je lah hijab uh, turun kau tu. Um, you know, to, to be translated like, um, you know, just take off your hijab. Because I believe that uh, wearing the hijab and a person's behavior has no correlation. Um, wearing the hijab is, of course, um, commanded. Um, basically, <clears throat> wearing modesty, um, covering ourselves is a command by Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But, you know, our behavior is, um, you know, is um, independent of um, of our hijab wearing. So if you want to, you know, in future, um, you know, for, for us or even for others, um, if we see someone wearing the hijab and not behaving uh, appropriately, I think perhaps we should refrain from saying things like that and, you know, um, avoid associating their hijab with their behavior. Perhaps we should just focus on, you know, um, advising them, you know, telling them nicely about their behavior and, you know, not to 
not not to mention anything about their hijab because you know you think about it let's see if we tell them such things you know you know take off your hijab lah you know when you behave like that what if they really take off their hijab you know are we going to be responsible for their actions yeah so i think we we have to be cautious lah because i i see too many of this on on social media um it's it's scary lah actually Yeah, it's actually quite widespread. Uh, and I think this comment has been around for years and years. It's like not only recently, like... And then like, okay, sorry, I'm also guilty of it last time. Because like, no, tak belajar. Astaghfirullah. So anyway, yeah, I, I... When I wear the hijab, <laughs> then yeah, I realized that that comment was very invalid because like Raf said, it's a commandment. It's not... It doesn't matter. Like, your character is... You know, it's not correlated to the hijab. Like, the hijab is not some magic thing you put on and suddenly you become good. No. It's, it's a, a source of deterrence, I guess, when it comes to behavior. But it's, like I say, like, like, like you say, like, it's not the be-all and end-all. Whatever choices that the person make, that's the person's own choice. And that it has nothing to do with, if say it's something bad, I, it has nothing to do with uh, Islam or like the hijab. Even though, yeah, we wear like hijab and we represent Um, we represent the, the religion kind, but I think at the end of the day, people have to realize that, that not everything that people do uh, is, how to say, represents the, the religion um, to what it is. You can delay if you want. It's just like how recently we have this case of uh, um, that teenage terrorist, right? So, I mean, we all understand that it's not um, the church's fault or anything that he was radicalized in such a way it was his own doing it was his own choices it was his own um thinking so it's the same thing lah same thing with 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 us uh and 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 hijab we shouldn't judge a whole religion by just one person don't forget the man hmm? don't forget the man the men should lower their gaze is it should also be modest <laughs> don't just Men lower their gaze. Yes, lower their gaze. Yeah, yeah. I think that their clothing, clothing too. I think not only applicable to women. Ah, uh, I believe men has their own set of don't guidelines. Pants, uh. Yeah, when it comes to modesty, yes, no wear tight pants. Don't show your butt. So, I think it's not only the women's. Ah. Uh, It's not only the women's responsibility lah to be modest. Ah, uh, this modesty it's for everyone. I think what uh Raf pointed out and Ayn and uh, that echoes everyone is that yeah we are we were so quick to judge people before we wore the hijab. But then when we wear the hijab, really, we uh, sometimes we're not conscious of our own behavior, so we tend to you know like just sometimes you for example you might just get angry at people and you just throw your anger and then you forget that you are in hijab so yeah I mean the hijab is kind of a good reminder to always um, be mindful of how we behave yeah okay so Fahana Munshi actually uh, Fahana was like saying like you know how prevalent is like so norm that everyone is doing TikTok and then I mean, on video platforms like across mm. social media, like it's so it's, since everyone is doing it, so even if you were covered, but then you are dancing, you're showing your aesthetically your body <laughs> curves, uh, uh, by melentik, you know, take you know lah, take most all melentik, melentik kind, right? So mm. how 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 
how uh, how do we curb like like she shut it down lah you know for our uh, saga say we're not supposed to do it lah in the first place right but then I don't want to say that <laughs> like literally yeah, right for me yeah <clears throat> personally yeah. I, I mean I have a TikTok account to watch cat videos lah no but so, TikTok yeah account- I know I know so yeah, so, yeah, so I mean there were times that I also like wonder like, you know, um, what good, uh, you know, what, what can I post on TikTok, that kind of thing. Then, you know, uh, I the thing that always deters me is always this. Will this benefit me in the afterlife? That will definitely always stop me from doing stupid things, uh, to be honest. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so that, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you mentioned about this, um, I I'm I'm not I'm not shaming them whatever but it I I feel I feel a secondhand embarrassment to watch uh such videos also lah on TikTok. Uh the mina mina to do. <laughs> I don't know how to sing. So you know there's like always uh entertain what entertaining thread about on Twitter <laughs> about how uh how our hijab ladies uh do not exemplify right uh, because early on we were talking about how we shouldn't associate apa tu associate their character by and donning the hijab so on top of that like when Ralph mentioned about it's all encompassing right I think it's also good to remind ourselves that even though we got uh, <laughs> we are very talented and then uh, we are very proud of our dancing move. I think, <laughs> I think um, best not for our hijab ladies to dance on TikTok lah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry if like I very extra, but I think I think um it gets cringy lah. Like like when we see like alamak wear hijab and then dance. Wow, wow, fantastic! You know. <laughs> The number of followers and likes don't equate to your pahala. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But basically, to be mindful of um, what we are posting online. Yes, correct, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, that is what I'm driving at. Uh. I, I'm not judging. Uh, I'm not judging. I'm just saying like probably I should remind myself not to dance-dance also. Uh. Suka-suka go and put on TikTok. <laughs> it's to protect ourselves uh, in a way. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, this reminds me of uh, lagu Mina Tudong back in mid 2000s. I don't know whether anyone remembers about it. Yes. Yes. It's so, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yes, I I remember um I was at MRT station. I remember this very clearly. I was at uh, Orchard MRT station. Uh I was walking by two guys and then they were singing that song. It, that time it was at peak popularity lah the song. Yeah, so these two guys were singing the Mina Tudong song. I actually turned around and asked them what what were they singing? And they, they, they kept quiet and walked away. Yeah, it was it was a very demeaning song. I I really hated the song for for that matter because I think, like I said earlier, lah, your whatever you're wearing. I mean, if you're wearing the tudong, your your behavior should not be should should not be associated with, or rather, your tudong wearing should not be associated with uh, your behavior, lah. Yep. Okay, I apologize first ah. Uh, my thoughts are my own and does not reflect my our Quran journey. I apologize if I offend you TikTokers. <laughs> I like your videos and I I I got hard hard your videos. <laughs> but uh yeah yeah, don't mind me okay. I'm sorry if I offended you. <laughs>
We are all on a learning journey. It's okay. Yes. We are all learning from each reminding, other. Reminding each other. Yes, because we love our hijabi sisters. We love everyone. We love everyone. Anyway, talking, we are talking about TikTok, right? We are talking about social media, which is this generation's thing. Nat just now mentioned having daughters is a blessing. Right? So we're supposed to guard our daughters. So like, yeah, it made me it made me think recently, like how how are we going to help our daughters to make the right decisions when there's all of these um influencers uh, readily available in the internet? Like I think uh, partly why why they also do maybe is normalize the, the TikTok videos, like uh it's even encouraged, you know, in that kind of thing. So um yeah, this is something for us to think about like how how to how do we do uh, content that um that not only benefits us in afterlife but benefits the next generation. That's all. And with that, we've come to the end of the podcast. If you like our content, uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify. We're also available on Instagram. Um, it's the same handle, our Quran journey, where we will post uh, book reviews and uh, our Quran journals. Thank you for listening. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.